When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. History was made over the weekend when NASA launched the Ingenuity Mars helicopter from the surface of Mars. Just take a moment to think about that success. Millions of miles away. The small but mighty device carried the small but mighty device arrived on Mars attached to the belly of the Perseverance rover. And I am tickled to death to be joined this morning by Stefano Capucci, thermal system lead engineer for mission operations. Good morning, Stefano, and congratulations on what has been accomplished so far on the surface of Mars. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Before we learn more about this amazing helicopter, tell us what piece of Earth history is aboard Ingenuity. Yes, so we have integrated a small piece of fabric of the Wright Brothers flyer. So it's the size of a postage stamp and it's wrapped around a cable just uh, underneath the solar panel of Ingenuity. So we're bringing with us uh, a piece of aviation history uh, uh, on the Mars helicopter. Nice touch, was that your idea? I believe it was the chief engineer's idea, Bob Balram. Flying on Mars, Stefano, obviously cannot be easy. So what were your challenges in developing a high degree of success for Ingenuity? Yes, so first and foremost is the atmosphere density. So on Mars is 100 times less compared to Earth, and the aerodynamics are very different. So we could not just use the standard helicopter design. We had to build one. It was specifically tailored to fly on the Martian surface. Tell me what that looks like. So compared to like a a regular drone um, that you would have here on Earth, the blades are much bigger and they have to spin way faster uh, uh, because there's so little air that in order to generate that lift, uh, you know, you need to have this peculiar design. And, you know, not only that, that's not the only challenge that Mars is throwing at us because the environment is very harsh. We have uh, very cold temperatures down to minus 130 Fahrenheit, and there's also radiation that we have to tolerate. So uh, a lot of curveballs that uh, we had to catch and a lot of engineering challenges that we had to overcome so that we could design a system uh, that could survive on Mars and fly on Mars. Stefano, I have never seen a reference to Ingenuity as a drone. It's always been termed helicopter. Is there an engineering nuance difference between a helicopter and a drone? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I I feel like um, most uh, people have been referring it to as a helicopter Mm -hmm. uh, because it has like this classic, right, two rotors, counter-rotating blade, uh, type of look that it uh, really reminds you of a helicopter compared to maybe like a drone that has like the four blades on the sides. So helicopter, drone, uh, I use them like kind of like an equivalent way. So whatever you prefer, you can use that. 
you bring up a good point that I've missed. It does look more like physically appeared to be a helicopter than it does a drone. Stefano Capucci joining me, the thermal system lead engineer for NASA mission operations. We're talking about the success over the weekend of the Ingenuity Mars helicopter from the surface of Mars. Sunday's success test flight was only the beginning. What's ahead for Ingenuity over the next 30 days, the 30 or so Earth days? So we have planned uh, several flights uh, throughout our missions. So the first thing that we're going to do in the next few days is going to be uh, returning all the data and the telemetry uh, from the first flight. And then uh, if everything looks uh, nominal, then we're going to get a little bolder. So we're going to try to fly longer and explore uh, with the flight path Uh, and it will turn Uh, take pictures of the rover, take pictures of the surface as we're flying, and really try to push the limits uh, of this technology to see uh, how viable it is uh, for uh, Mars exploration. How do you define success, Stefano, in terms of your fingerprints on this mission and on ingenuity in particular, your term for success? Every little step uh, that we do is a milestone. So, uh, you know, testing the helicopter successfully on Earth is a success. Launching the helicopter from Cape Canaveral is success. Landing it on Mars is success. You kind of get where I'm, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, every it's this type of technology demonstration mission has a, a high risk, high reward uh, type of approach. So we're taking a little bit more risk compared to standard NASA missions who are very reliable. Uh, but we, we have to do that in order to push and drive the technology. Um, the moment we get our first fly in, uh, that's, you know, uh, we pass with flying cars. Um, and, you know, all the additional flights that we're going to do is just everything else that we can get is, is uh, you know, uh, more than success. Uh, if you will. I have always been fascinated over the years, and this even goes back to the first moon landing, the, the, the communication capabilities between Earth and whatever the end destination is, whether it's the moon or, in this case, Mars. When NASA initiates communication to whether it's ingenuity or perseverance, how long does it take to get there? Yes, so... Um Mars and Earth are, are very distant, right? So the, the, the commands and the telemetry travels at the speed of light, it's radio signal. And it takes roughly uh, between 10 and 25 minutes uh, to, get, uh, to, to get there. So there, this delays basically prevents us from uh, basically remote and command the rover or the helicopter with a joystick, right? We have to send a series of commands then uh, wait for the response of the system, which takes the commands in, executes them in sequence, and then returns uh, all the results and the data. So there's definitely a a delay and a highly uh, planned schedule that we follow. So every day we uplink all the command sequence for the following day, and we download the data from the day before. So that's kind of like the, the routine that we're in uh, right now. 
So when you and others at NASA see success of the rover or the helicopter, that happened 10 to 25 minutes ago. Or if there's failure, that happened 10 to 25 minutes ago. Exactly, yes. Uh, when, we, when, we get, when we first get telemetry, everything has already happened. Everything is already uh, you know, uh, done. Everything's done. So um, we learn uh, a few minutes later. That's correct. If future tests go well for Ingenuity, what's the future look like for flying devices developed by NASA? Yes, so um, if this uh, mission is uh, successful, this means that this technology uh, can be implemented uh, for future missions. So we could, for example, have a small helicopter that can be paired with a rover uh, to scout ahead and find the best possible route to increase autonomous navigation. Or we could use small helicopters in a crewed mission uh, to reach an accessible place. And we could even scale up the technology, have a bigger helicopter that is capable of carrying a science payload. So it would really open a lot of possibilities and revolutionize the way we explore Mars. What's the end game for Ingenuity? Will it ever make it back to Earth? The end game for Ingenuity uh, is to get as much uh, telemetry and data possible uh, back to Earth, and then uh, just you know just stay on Mars, become uh, I guess uh, a monument uh, of like the first flight and the first uh, power flight on another planet uh, for humanity. So that postage size stamp of cloth from the Wright brothers' plane will forever be on the surface of Mars. Yes, uh, that's uh, that's correct. Does a thermal system lead engineer for NASA get nervous? Just, just you kind <laughs> of humanize it, I, humanize it for us. I, I definitely do. Everyone gets nervous on the team, right? Uh, we worked so hard on this project. Um, everyone wants to see it uh, succeed, right? So it's it's definitely stressful all the times, but it's extremely rewarding and definitely worth it. Thank you so very much. I re really very much appreciate uh, you giving us a call, uh, updating us on NASA's success from Sunday. Stefano Capucci, the Thermal System Lead Engineer for Mission Operations at NASA. Over the weekend, a very successful helicopter flight on the surface of Mars. Thank you, and future successes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for being here with us on Lincoln Live.